limitless love. Loose me and let me go. John eleven forty three to 44. When Jesus does has spoken, he cried out with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he that was dead came forth, bound hand and foot with grave clothes, and his face was bound about with a napkin. Jesus said unto them, Loose him and let him go. In light of the overwhelming benefits of life giving love, why do as believers so often fail to do? Usually it's because we're still wrapped up in our old worldly habits of thinking and reacting. We continue to live from the outside instead of from the inside where God, who is love, dwells. We're in much the same condition Lazarus was in immediately after Jesus raised him from the dead. You probably remember the story in John 11. Jesus' friend Lazarus had been dead for four days. Four days. But Jesus ordered the tomb to be open and call his friend back from the dead. In response to the master's voice, Lazarus came forth from the tomb, but the Bible says he was still bound up. The grave clothes was wrapped around him, even though there was life within him. He was unable to move freely, so Jesus said to those standing by, Loose him and let him go. That's a good illustration of our situation. When we are first born again, our spirit man comes alive with the very life of Christ himself. We are spiritually born of God, but... The self-centered habits we acquire are spiritually dead. Sinners are still in place. They still have us bound. For us to be free to walk in the new life God has put within us, those deadly habits of selfishness, unforgiveness, irritation, and impatience have to be removed. How does that happen? As we fellowship with the Lord in prayer and put his word in our hearts, his truth makes us free. John 8.32 Then we can say to each other one of those deadly habits, I refuse to be held down. I am going to walk in love. I am putting hate, unforgiveness, and selfishness behind me. I am going forward in the power and the glory of God. So lose me and let me go. It doesn't take weeks or months to switch over the natural to supernatural living. For a born-again follower of Jesus, all it takes is union with me, Union with him, excuse me, and a decision to yield to the force of love. God has already placed his love within us. So this, let's not keep it locked inside. Let us dare to do what the Bible says and put on the new man created after God. Colossians 3.10 Let us strip off those grave clothes and find out just how good it is to be free. Article from Gloria Copeland. So I say to you. Come forth and be loosened. Come forth and be raised to life. Come forth and receive your abundant life. Come forth and leave the old useless things behind. In Jesus' name, amen. That was an article by Gloria Copeland. I, it was my deals on the coming forth. No kidding, Fernando. All right, our next article is Forget Past Failures, another article by Gloria Copeland. The scripture is Romans 5, 5 from the New American Standard. Hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out within our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has given a, been given to us. Okay, let me say that again. 
Hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out within our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Spiritually speaking, love comes naturally to every believer. No matter how selfish or wicked a person may be, when he is born again, God puts himself and his own nature inside that person. He literally pours his love into the human heart through the Holy Spirit. Ken and I, Gloria, have been dramatically evidence of that truth firsthand. We know people who were so hard-hearted, hard-hearted before they were saved, they could kill and have no remorse. They absolutely had no conscience to bother them. Yet, after they made Jesus Lord of their lives, they become the most tender, compassionate people you could ever meet. There is no doubt about it. God does for each of us exactly what he promised in Ezekiel 36, 26. A new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you a heart of flesh. The moment we receive Jesus as Lord and Savior, he takes out our story, stony heart of sin and gives us a new heart of love, the Living Bible. That's especially important for you to remember if you stumble recently and fallen into unloving behavior, you'll be tempted to forget what God has done in you and focus on your own failure. But don't do it. Stir up your faith by focusing on God's word instead. Remind yourself that love is your supernatural, natural disposition. It may not look like it at all times, but as a believer, you walk by faith and not by sight. 2 Corinthians 5, 7. Therefore, simply because the Bible says so, you believe you were born to love. The love in you isn't the kind you see on television or in the movies either. It's the God kind of love. It's the kind of supernatural love described in 1 Corinthians 13. The kind that loves when no one loves back. Its hallmark is unselfishness. It joyfully sacrificed itself for the benefit of the loved one. If you haven't been yielding to that love, just repent and receive God's forgiveness. Forget past failures. Step out in faith and confess what the Bible says about you. Say this, I am to love creature. Again, say this, I am a love creature. God has recreated my spirit in the image of love. He has sent his love spirit to live in me and teach me how to love as he loves. I can live the life of love. I can live the life of love. Then put your faith to work. Do something loving. Say something kind. Pray for something, someone. I guarantee if you do that, you'll quickly find rivers of divine love pouring through you. And you sure will feel it. Amen. Our next article is called The Protective Power of Love. And the scripture is Isaiah 54, verses 14 and 15 and 17. In righteousness thou shalt be established. Thou shalt be far from oppression, for thou shalt not fear, and from terror, for it shall not come near thee. Behold, they shall surely gather together, but not by me. Whoever shall gather together against thee shall fall for thy sake. No weapon that form against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. 
This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. If we fully understood the blessing that walking in love brings us, we wouldn't abandon it so easily when we encounter pressure or aggravation. If we knew, for example, that becoming fretful or resentful would cost us the divine protection God has provided for us as his children, we'll be more apt to set those unloving attitudes aside. Walking in love puts us in a position where God can protect us. It puts us in the center of his will where no weapon formed against us can prosper. When we stop fighting for ourselves, God can fight on our behalf, and he always wins. You can see the fact born out in the life of Jesus. He always walked in love, not just when people were praising him, but also when he was bitterly rejected and mistreated. 1 Peter 2.23 says, When he was reviled, he reviled not again. When he suffered, he threatened not, but committed himself to him that judged righteously. As a result, no man and no demon could touch him. When the people of Nazareth tried to throw him off a cliff, he just walked through the midst of them. When the soldiers came to arrest him in the garden of Gethsemane, they all fell to the ground under the power of God. If Jesus had not given himself up, he could never have been crucified because he alone had the power to lay down his life. No one could take it from him because he lived the life of love. Remember that when it looks to you as if love will make you an underdog instead of victor. All, all, at those times when you're wrongly treated and it appears being patient and kind will be to your disadvantage, your flesh will rise up and say, now, wait a minute, I walk in love. People are going to, to run right over me. But don't listen to your flesh. Instead, tune in to your spirit and remind yourself of how God protect Jesus. Keep living the love life just like he did and the same power that protected him will do the same for you. Amen. Our next study is called Study the Manual by Gloria Copeland. She uses the scripture, 2 John verse 6, the New American Standard, says, This is love that we walk according to his commandments. We heard a lot of talk about the love these days, but the truth is, few people really know what it is. For most, it is an emotional phantom that appears then vanishes without warning. Elusive, undefinable, forever sought, but rarely found. Even Christians seem to be confused about it at times, but they don't need to be. The Word of God reveals clearly what love truly is. It tells us quite simply that the love is keeping the commandments of God. It is knowing and obeying His Word. Thank heaven God didn't leave us wondering about love. He didn't make a struggle along, along with some indefinite, hazy idea about it. He made it clear and easy to define throughout the Bible. He gave us instructions so we could know how to love as he loved. He gave up his manual in block and black and white. All we have to do is follow it and we'll be walking in love. This is especially important for us to know these days because as the world around us grows more sinful, people are becoming increasingly confused about love. They think doing anything that feels good is loving. They even excuse immoral lifestyles all in the name of love. 
Becoming a Christian doesn't make you an instant expert on love either. Although the love of God was born within you, the moment you made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, initially you're a spiritual baby. It's only by feeding on the Word of God and learning how love acts that you have spiritual infancy behind and develop the maturity to walk in love. Nothing, absolutely nothing, is more important than learning to love. So study the manual God has given you. I will teach you how to make the love that's inside you show up on the outside as you act on God's word. His love will be perfected in your life and others will see Jesus in you. Amen. Our next story is also by Gloria Copeland. It says, An Open Door of Love. A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another even as I have loved you, that you love one another. By this, all men will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. John 13, 34, and 35. New American Standard. Years ago, a popular song said, What the world needs now is love, sweet love. Remember it? Usually secular songs are way off base, but that one was very nearly right. All you have to do is change one word and it's perfectly scriptural. What the world needs now is love, God's love. The world is starving for the love of God. Every person in it has been created with a desperate need for divine love. Their deepest yearning is to be treasured and cared for so completely that all their hurts and fears just melt away. Of course, only their creator can care for them like that. Only he can satisfy their love-hungry heart. But most people don't know that. So they keep looking for love in all the wrong places. They keep reaching out and being disappointed again and again. Where is the solution to this sad situation? It's inside of you. As a born-again believer, you are the open door into the love of God for the people with whom you come in contact. You have the power and the privilege to love them with his own love. With his own love. Did you hear that? By loving others the way Jesus loves you, you can demonstrate God's love to those who are looking for it. They will be drawn to him through you for those who are looking for it. I don't know, you might say. I don't think I can really do that. Sure you can. As Christians, love is our commandment and God wouldn't give it give it to us if we didn't have the ability to keep it. What's more, the Bible says God's love is the distinguishing mark of every believer. We're made in the image of of our Heavenly Father and because He so loved the people of the world, we can love them too. In fact, by the power of God within you, you can love so deeply and so well, people will know just by watching you that you're a disciple of Jesus. They literally find His love in you and that's what they've seen. They've been looking for a long time. <clears throat> Amen.